and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 392, if I'm not mistaken. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Doing good. I'm doing good. I got my uh I got my wisdom teeth taken out. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow I wanted to give you a little bit more information, so because you don't usually don't like that I'm doing good, so there you go. There's my more information uh, for you first. That's pretty good. That's actually pretty good for you. That you was I'm, I'm proud of you, and that was yeah, a big yeah, step yeah. for you. That was a bit for you to open up to the audience like that yeah, yeah, and yeah, tell them about your wisdom teeth. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Uh, and the one and only, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Matt P. Video. How are you, Matt? Well, that's very kind indeed. I'm very well. I'm very well. A little, little bit hungover, if I'm honest with you, but we're going to we're gonna power through. Shocker. Uh, do you know what, Matt? I would never have funk it. You hungover? Yeah, you know what? Let's stop doing the podcast on a Sunday. You know? you know what? I agree. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I, I agree, funny enough. I, I, I yeah, I can't say I'm a fan of these um of these Sunday podcasts. Gotta be honest with you. But it was for a good reason this week, to be fair. Sure. It was for a good reason. We couldn't have done it on the day of the direct. Xbox had their developer direct, which we'll be talking about in topic of the show. But before we get into that, uh, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast. You can get it right here on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Head over to the Patreon, support it financially, and there'll be some goodies coming your way. Remember, you can find us on all podcast services. And of course, go subscribe to the goddamn YouTube channel. We did have a live reaction to the developer direct. The people that were there enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and you would have saw our big surprise when the big surprise happened, which was huge, which was huge to be honest. Very with cool. You. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. Don't know how many of you know this, and I forgot to mention it beforehand. FNH Paul expecting his first child. Congratulations! Congrats. Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations, Mr. FNH Paul. Um, topic of the go. Uh, topic of the go. That's not how it goes. Topic I thought of you were going to go. With- Topic of the goddamn show. <laughs> topic of the goddamn show. No, topic of the show this week. Obviously, like I said, developer direct. It happened. We got shown five games in total after being promised that we would see four. And there was a humongous yeah. surprise. Um, the show kicked off with, uh, the, before I actually get into the show and everything else like that. What did you guys think of the overall production value? And I say this all the time, but I feel like this is actually a big deal of one because... This is yeah. this was the first. This was Xbox's first developer direct. Um, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if it was going to be interview style or uh, a PlayStation direct style or what it was going to be. A Stadia, not Stadia, Jesus. State of Play or what's the Nintendo one? Nintendo Direct. Correct. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Um, we just didn't know what what we were going to get. To be honest with you, and we got what we got. Was you happy, Crash, with what we got? Yeah, I don't like thinking about it. Like, I don't know if I could point at anything that needs to change, right? Um, there's some stuff like I'd like to see a little bit more third party or shorter developer direct as well and stuff like that. But like, none of that needs to happen. They could keep the directs like this. And I think I'd be happy with it, to be honest. Matt, what did you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I think it had like a, an interesting sort of like graphic style and stuff, and it was interesting. And I think a lot of the games that they were talking about, or at least half of the games they were talking about, I didn't really have much of an interest in, but it kept me interested. I didn't feel like it was like way too long and I was super bored or anything like that. Maybe part of that is hanging out with you two. Um, but, but yeah, like it kept me going through. And, and when they announced the next one, 
I'll be excited and know more what to expect from it and, and be more than happy with uh, with what we get from it, I assume. Yeah, I think overall for me, I really enjoyed the pacing. In the end, I, had, I for something that was 48 minutes long, if I'm not mistaken, something like something that. Something like that. Um, yeah. it, felt, it felt very good for a 40-minute show. Um, I never felt like they spent too much time on anything that I didn't care about. Um, again... It's hard because, like you said, we do this for for, for content. Uh, so for us, it's a little bit different. It's not like we're sitting down and yeah. and um, not making content. So we're talking over it. We're talking to each other. Mm. We're cracking jokes. So that instantly adds a fun element to watching these. Way more than I could. I don't think I could ever watch the Game Awards again without watching it with someone. Sure. Like whether that be yeah. Haley or if I'm reacting to it. With like, I'd, I'd need somebody to 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 bounce off of. Not not even making content. I mean, just at home. Like, yeah, yeah. Just uh, those shows are way too long. But this, nothing overstayed its welcome. Um, like you said, some of the games I wasn't that interested in. I wouldn't say the games they showed that I wasn't interested in. I'm now interested in, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. But it was still interested to see what was coming from the Xbox ecosystem as a whole. And that's at the end of the day, that's what I'm invested in. I'm invested in the ecosystem. I'm invested in seeing what Microsoft are putting together, which is whether that's Elder Scrolls Online and the breadth of content they're bringing, or a Forza that I know that isn't aimed at me. I'll play it for about an hour, maybe two, maybe three, if that really gets me, and I'll probably bounce out after that. And that's okay. And I think that's the big thing about what got shown. We go back to Game Pass every week, obviously, but Minecraft Legends, first game that was shown. April release date. Um, so I think that's the... That would have been the first game being released uh, this year for Xbox. Um, but I really liked what we saw. We got to see the PvP element of the game. Um, Crash, what did you... Crash, you're the main person wildly, wildly, yeah. after watching yeah. the game. This was very much a game that was kind of aimed at you as it being the type of game it was. Not so much the environment and, and what the skin that's been put on it, but the type of game yeah, that it yeah, is yeah. is very much a crush game. So what did what did you think? Um I'm in I'm so I was the most skeptical of this game as well, I think, from the bunch of us. Yeah. Possibly. I'm not too sure about Matt, but um I'm more interested in the game than I was. Like I, I'm interested by the format they have. I still I talked about it in when we were doing the reaction. I don't know how I feel about having this sort of format with teammates because it doesn't really lend itself well to like building out bases with teammates unless you're playing with a full group of people and you guys are like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. You guys take these responsibilities and whatnot. Yeah. Um but I was more interested. It's still like the the Minecraft skin on it kind of puts me off still but i am more interested and i'm more willing i would have tried it either way because it's going to be coming on game pass for the podcast but i'm more um interested in trying it as well just genuinely so yeah matt yeah i echo everything you just said really like i i think i was really interested to see minecraft legends because i really didn't know what this game is and i kind of still don't because although they went into quite a lot of detail about this pvp even during it, we were like, is this the main body of the game? Or is the single player really different to this? Is it is the single player very similar to this? And is that the main I've, body of the game? I just don't really know still. You've you've played um Age of Empires, correct, Matt? Yeah. It's like that, the campaign, just like that, for the most part. I'm assuming they'll put you in scenarios and stuff like that. I agree. Right. Two point, or two have, point like, hospital. This group you'll have to be. Two point hospital. Yeah. Imagine you know what that, that campaign is. 
is very much like scenario based. I feel like it might be that. But you are still playing as a, a main character as well, right? Yeah. And then also building stuff out and then also having mobs that you're building or buying or whatever to go with you and attack I imagine these bases, you got teammates. I yeah, I imagine you've got AI yeah, teammates yeah, yeah. in the story. Okay, sure. Am I excited for... Uh, but, but the point is, we don't know still. <laughs> like no, We're, we're like, no. I think it's this still. I don't think the campaign... The reason we didn't hear about anything because the campaign is not the focus for it. No, I think yeah, the campaign is device for people who aren't really into multiplayer to just play the game. Exactly. And I think you're absolutely right. And then I guess the the worrying thing or the thing that... like Because it looked cool and I would enjoy jumping in, I think, with my friends and with you guys. I think that exactly what you said, Crash, of like... They started that by going, oh, when we jump into a game all together, I'm going to go off and build straight away, and I'm going to go collect resources, and Dave, he's all about combat, so he's going to go level up and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, so there's, like, you guys have, like, good tactics and shit. Like, you're not jumping into this thing on your own. And if you are, yeah. it's not the same experience or, like, as enjoyable, um, which is always the case with these kinds of games, right? And so um, it'll be interesting to see in what way it gets picked up like that, because... There's no way it's going to get, like, super competitive online people, right? Away from, like, a Call of Duty or whatever else, right? I disagree. Minecraft PvP is very competitive. Oh, well, that's true. That's very true. You're absolutely right on, like, modded servers and stuff like that. Is it going to grab those people away, though? Is it going to grab those grab, audiences I, on Twitch? I think it'll grab its own its own audience, because I don't think it's going for, like... It's not East Starcraft is a very popular game. Apex, uh, not Apex, um, Age of Empires, like, there's a, there are people who play that game online competitively constantly, not to say they play it in, like, a pro-competitive scene. I don't know if it has a pro-competitive scene, to be honest, but there are people who are very dedicated to playing that game and playing it well online. I imagine the same thing will be to Minecraft Legends. I think one deterrent will be the fact that you do have teammates, because those are games where you can just jump in yourself and just sort of like this is my plan this is my strategy with that it's like you got to be coordinating with other people yeah unless they have a 1v1 mode which i don't know if the way they've made that game with you having to level up units and then go and gather resources if that game works in the same sort of fashion yeah it, it reminds me of that you know the um i remember during the the, the nintendo direct once was the uh, that pokemon game the Pokemon fighting game, you know, the, the Mobery type. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it yeah, reminds yeah, yeah. me very much of like that. Not the same type of game at all. I mean, what the way it's going to work. It's going to come out. I think people yeah. are going to find it quite interesting. I think people are going to play it. I think people, there's going to be a dedicated audience for it that are going to enjoy it. And then eventually it's just going to die out. Yeah. That's what I see happening. I do well, think maybe it has more legs because, and this is crazy to say, this is wild for me to say, because it's Minecraft, I know Pokemon's still Pokemon, but well, because yeah. it's Minecraft, I think it might last a little bit longer than that, the zeitgeist and, and what's going on with it. But I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you. It will last longer, and it's not because it's Minecraft. It's because the Pokemon game only came out on Switch and Mobile. That also, too. I, yeah. think, if it, I think if the Pokemon game actually came out on PC, it would still be relevant today. Because that's where a majority of the MOBA audience is. True. Also, didn't it have like horrendous pay to win sort of stuff in it? Or am I thinking of something else? Uh, it had there was some, some OP characters. Stuff. I don't think it was. <laughs> no, no, I know what Matt's talking about. Like, you could buy items and stuff like that, which made it pay to win esque. But I don't think the advantages from those were like 
so drastic that okay. it would give you the win. I think like if you played better, you would still win. If I'm not mistaken, I think maybe I'm thinking of something else. Then I, th- I seem to remember that being. Th- anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, yeah, ultimately, I liked what I saw, and um, I mean, if it got me, then perfect. I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong and be like, wow, this is actually really fun, and I like the fact that I can play different roles and I can jump in, and it looks like the games are going to take a really long time though, which concerns yeah. me. Um, I'm not a person that's really into games that take like what I mean by games is like a match um, that takes an hour. That's not. I don't think there's a game out there that I've enjoyed like that personally. Like, I, like I'm not never been a league guy, never been a smite guy. Yeah. Like I'll play it with friends, obviously, um, but that's what this looked like. This looked very much like a, each match is going to take you an hour long, maybe maybe forty five minutes. Maybe half an hour, depending on skill level. But it looked like games were going to take a long time. It is a case of go out there, play a role, come back, help the team, boom. And I don't know how much I would will enjoy that aspect of it. Hmm. But ultimately, I'm interested to see what Xbox keep doing with the Minecraft IP. Because now we've got, obviously, Minecraft, Minecraft um, Console Edition. Obviously, then we've got Minecraft... Um, Telltale Dungeons. Minecraft, Telltale Minecraft, then Minecraft Dungeons, now Minecraft yep. Legends. This isn't the end of what they're going to do yeah. with that Minecraft RP. I feel Very like true. now that we've got Game Pass, Game Pass PC, they're going to go, okay, what else can we attach this to? What else can we attach this iconic IP to game genre-wise that is fun? I quite like a third-person action game in the, in the Minecraft world, which kind of is what Minecraft is, ultimately. But yeah. with more, I, I'd like like a sto- an actual story, which they've done in mm-hmm. modded Minecraft before. Like obviously, yeah. it hasn't got that same level of polish and things like that. But I think that could be cool. Minecraft story mode or something like that. There's maybe it's even an addition, um, like an expansion in terms of like from Bedrock or Console Edition, and it's just like a catered story. I think that could be really interesting to keep people keep going back into that Minecraft world. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next up, we have Forza Motorsport. No release date, which is interesting. I imagine that's because we're going to see the game again at E3 this year um, in more detail. I don't think what we saw wasn't enough to show how beautiful and the sound design and everything they were trying to hit home for Forza, they did. Like <laughs> we know what we know what we're expecting from Forza. We know what we're expecting from from that game we know it's probably going to be a 9 to 10 out of 10 game um turn 10 are a fantastic studio and i think this was the first year that they've taken like a bit of time away from full not away but it hasn't come out annually with like falls motorsport falls are numbered falls motorsport there was a little gap in between that with seven if i'm not mistaken um and they've had their they've had their issues with microtransactions and um all sorts of things as well so i hope Ultimately, the game will be amazing. It's the other stuff I'm a little bit more concerned about, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Um, Matt, what did you think of uh, the the new showing of Falls of Motorsport? No number, just Falls of Motorsport. Yeah, that was the interesting thing, right? And and I think we talked about on the stream, like, is this the the full live service version of Forza that I think it probably is? Um, and it's interesting that we haven't really seen any of those aspects of it, right? Like, they talked a lot about... Uh, how many cars they're putting into the game. Great. Fans of that are going to be really excited for that. 
how pretty it is and and how it's running at 4K ray trace and all these things. Um, but yeah, like like you say, the 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 back end kind of what's going to keep you coming back to this game over and over and over and over again, other than it being the best racing sim probably on the market or available to you, um, which is plenty enough for some people, obviously. Um, but yeah, it, what live service elements is this going to have? I think they'll probably get it right because, like you say, they've they've stumbled before in this kind of area, um, and so hopefully this time around they learn from those mistakes and and get it right for that audience. But yeah, stunning, isn't it? Really, oh, really, it's like amazing, breathtaking. This it, it looks ridiculous, absolutely yeah. ridiculous, and um, yeah, it's it's a hard one to talk about because it's like it's more Forza, like yeah. I I think it's pretty easy to talk about car, 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 track, track, track. That's all you gotta say. This is I true. The game in its entirety. This is true. For those who don't know, I said that on the live <laughs> stream. I said, uh, "Oh, car, 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 track, track, track." Yeah, fools. So there you go. Um, I didn't mean that in a mean way, by the way, because I know developers <laughs> listen to this podcast. Um, I did not mean that in a mean way. I just meant, you know, we know what we're expecting: car, 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 track, track, track. So exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still. I don't understand why they didn't put a release date. They must, unless they're not ready. Unless, I, unless the game I, is not ready, and that's okay I, if it's not. Why I think no it's twofold. Date? One, not everything else has a release date, and the way they're pacing games out, you want to fit it somewhere where you'd have more of a dry spot. A and then B. I do think we're going to be seeing it at E3 and a release date at E3. Even though we've already seen it having big force and use at E3, I think is probably impactful because they're probably like, we don't know. This is our first developer direct. We don't know how many eyes we're going to have. We don't know how hype, how much people will enjoy this content. True. This gives us room to still have a big force announcement in the future and still have a bomb to drop. On top of, I think, there, there, of course, there's always the possibility like they might not be sure they can fit it in this year. Like it'll be completely done. So it's like maybe it slips into next year or late in the year. So they don't want to give us a solid date just in case. Fair. But they did say coming 2023, and so to me that insinuate like you could be right, and they they could be unsure if it hits this year. But in that case, don't put anything on it. Do you know what I mean like I've, I think it's easy to put 2023 right? It's easy to put 2023 and miss 2023 than it is to put November 12th, 2023, yeah. and then miss that. That's a of course different statement. So yeah, I mean, I think probably their their sort of end of year release schedule is not locked in any way and so maybe it could move around between october and december like somewhere in that region um there's no new gran turismo this year right so it's not like they're waiting for that no. day and then to maneuver around that no. which isn't really how things work either like it takes a long time to get a game set in date yeah. and then come out oh of course but, yeah well I, i'm we say i'm that. sure it has a date on a calendar somewhere at microsoft in phil's you know office <laughs> i'm sure it's yeah. got a date somewhere and then Starfield probably does as well, and, and all these other games probably do as well. Um, but they're on post-its that could be moved around. Fair enough. Uh, next up was the big surprise uh, of the entire show, which was a brand new game from Tango Games Works, one of my... Th probably one of my favourite studios, new stu newest studios, um, to have come out. Again, I'm a big uh, Shinji Mikami fan, as most people know, creator of Resident Evil, a uh, big big component of Resident Evil 2, which is my favourite game of all time. Um, he had nothing to do with this game, though. Um, <laughs> uh, Hi-Fi Rush, a brand new IP from Tango, um, was shown at the Developer Direct. We we were all very surprised. We were all very, very, very surprised. Um, I did see, though, this actually did leak. 
It did actually yeah. leak. I saw that. I saw that as well. Um, yeah. I'm People glad I didn't see it. it I'm very yeah. happy I didn't see it, and I'm glad uh, it came from a source that probably wasn't very well known yet. I'm sure they'll be paying attention for the next one, though. Um, <laughs> I haven't had the chance to play the game yet, unfortunately. I am very much looking forward to playing it. Um, it's been on the, let me play this, please, and then I just haven't been able to. But from what we got to see, it is very much a, you guys have played it, right? So yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about that more in What's In Our Box. But ultimately, could you, Matt, explain what the game is? Hi-Fi Rush is a third-person action-adventure game where everything in the game is sort of tailored towards the beat of the music that's happening in the game at that moment. Uh, so everything from combat, which is the main kind of drive, to the environment moving, like platforming, like it's all done to the beat of the music, and it's got a bunch of cool licensed games in it as well, which Fixer will obviously never experience as a streamer. Oh, surface. I will. I don't give a fuck. Yay! Good. <laughs> I've, I've stopped giving a crap about that. If you want to come and DMCA the channel, feel free. But um, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to experience it. Um, yeah, Crash. Cool. Yeah. Without going into too much detail, because again, we'll talk about it in a sec. Do you like it or not? Because I feel I like you don't. Up. Oh. No, okay. no, no. I, I give it a thumb. Why? What me? What gave off that I don't like it is my question. I mentioned it earlier, and you didn't smile. I didn't spot because we've been talking about it on the podcast. But am I going to give you any hints before the podcast? True. I taught you so well. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so proud of you. Uh, not play these games. No. Uh, well, hey, hey, hey. I'm playing it. Yeah, I'll be playing this. Okay. I'm playing this. I've got this and yeah, I've got okay. Dead Space. I've got this and Dead Space. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, next All week right? we're going to come up. He's going to be like, and you know, I had GTA. I no chance. Play no, do you know what the problem Dead was with Hi-Fi Rush? Was I wanted to stream it. And I was uh, like, okay, do I stream it? Do I not stream it? Um, the day I wanted to play it, I um, hadn't had it downloaded. Didn't have it downloaded. Same thing happened with Dead Space. Neither of them were downloaded. And I was like, oh. So I installed that. I installed, uh, installed the new Age of Empires 2. Um, definitive edition. On console? There's no, on PC. I was going to say, it's been on PC for a while, but yeah. Oh, is it only just coming out on console? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That can get yeah, it's been on PC that, for like that over a year. <laughs> that can get uninstalled then. I saw I had a co-op mode. I was like, oh, maybe Crash will want to play this and check it out. So, Old game is old. I guess. I also I also read it. You, you can't say I guess, Fix. You must say old game is old. Yeah, that's your that's your motto. That's your that's mantra. Your slogan. I mean, it's on your mine. grave, it's, it's going to say it's actually Greg MC, Miller's motto, but, MC Fixer. Um, I kind of just use it, as lot. I use it a lot as well. Mm, got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but ultimately, super surprised. Obviously, the game was announced and released of day, which was crazy, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, it's something I hope Xbox do more of. I think it's one of the coolest things that separates them from PlayStation and Nintendo. If this is something that they can do more frequently. I do want to say to the audience, do not expect this every time though, because that that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Don't expect it at all. Like the reason this hit so well is because we didn't expect anything. At least I didn't go into it expecting anything on the other four. If yeah, you start going into every... Go ahead, Matt. But they started that direct with, hey, here are the four games we're gonna talk about and redacted Tango Works. Yeah, but and that's, so, like you're teasing at it, but that's different. Once you get into there and then they you start teasing it, it's different. 100%, but now they can't tease... Like, if they do that again, if the next developer direct has a redacted bit, we're going to be like, 
day and day game. Let's go. We're getting no, a game at the end of this, guys. No, I, I disagree. I, don't I disagree. So. I disagree. All right. We won't be. People will be. I don't I don't think people will expect a new game. I don't think they'll expect a day yeah. and day game. No, I, so. I agree with Crush. I, I agree with Crush. 100%. I, I agree this was that's a the right philosophy and mentality, but... I think this was a one-off, very fun, spectacular thing to do. I think that it also... It's, it's genius marketing as well, to be honest with you, because I don't think as many people would have tried this game if it wasn't yeah. released day and day in Game Pass. I just if, don't think so. If this was an E3 game and they were like, it's coming out in two or three months, I don't think it would have gotten the same type no. of love. It also had a very, it's a very good showcase game as well. Like visually, it's very appealing. Uh, it's a colorful game. It has a lot of like Sunset Drive type of vibe to it um i think it was the perfect game to do this sort of thing with i kind of think that hi-fi rush was the best case scenario for this showcase the game's been trending for the last three days i think if you put out starfield and while people would have liked starfield and i think it would have gotten as much if not more attention um that can always get attention whenever they decide to oh, do oh absolutely yes so i think having this showcase and having that and that still be a super big success was very very good for microsoft and probably will skew their plans a bit going forward with stuff they showcase as not, well. not only that if you look at tang look at tango game works at the end of the day like evil evil within one evil within two uh excuse me ghostwire tokyo and now this right i don't think i've missed anything um at least as of lately um yeah. and you're like evil within games they've done okay they've never been blockbuster sellouts I love them because they are very much reskinned Resident Evil games with an interesting story that I I enjoy. But they've no, they've not been that studio yet, Tango. And it's cool yeah. to see Xbox have a studio that they've put this much limelight on and gone, all right, let's see what you can do and see it pay off. I'm seeing the reviews mm. for this game. Everyone seems to be loving it. Everyone who I, t I see on Twitter talking about it is positive other than PlayStation fans, but that's what it is. And I think the biggest problem so far is what I've seen. I'm saying only what I've seen, which yeah. is like, this game was in the works for PlayStation, which is, uh, it was work, it was in the works for I've, 2017. So it, it's been taken away from a platform, which it's life. Be, it's life. Girls yeah. Also, like, it was only in the planning phase at yes. that point. So nothing was actively being developed as yeah. well. Yeah, of course. So. Um, also, uh, most of the stuff I've seen from PlayStation fans is actually like very, very positive, which was very surprising for this game. Interesting. I've seen the opposite. Yeah, I, I've seen a yeah, lot it's of just like maybe the people I follow. It probably because <laughs> I have seen that, but I, I only saw that after more people started talking about the Microsoft and Sony situation and that whole mess of a of a thing where people are trying to get the one up on the other. Yeah, in whatever way they can. Yeah, <laughs> situation. Nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. But I also okay. think that, um, like you were saying, this is the like kind of perfect storm for this kind of game at this kind of direct this time of year as well. Like, Dude, like yeah. every week we've been coming around going like, man, I want something to play, and like I need something new to play. What's coming up soon? Da da da. And this kind of short experience, like you say, really visually appealing and kind of interesting, and unique, um, with an interesting, unique gameplay element as well. Like, yeah, it hit hit every nail on the head, Fair smashed enough. it. Uh, next one, I assume, is probably one we're going to gloss over, but it was the Elder Scrolls Online new expansion. 
Um, they did a deeper direct, well, not direct, but a deeper live stream afterwards, if I'm not mistaken, um, that I did not watch. Um, but yeah, new content coming to Elder Scrolls, um, which is awesome. Very happy about that um, for people that care. So shout out to you guys. Lost yeah, I actually can. Oh, sorry. No, please. No, no, no. Please. No, no, no. Please. I was just going to say, like, like obviously, we didn't really care about it as it was happening, but I think they still executed even that in the best way they could have, right? Like, they were really talking to people who are excited for Elder Scrolls, excited about Bethesda, excited for Starfield, excited for the next Elder Scrolls. Like, they're really talking to those people who maybe never tried Elder Scrolls Online or didn't dipped out. And then saying to the other people who are fans of that and interested in that, hey, we're going to talk to you after this. Come back after and we'll we'll do the deep dive with you guys. Um so yeah, and, and all of us came away from that saying, Man, fuck. Am I gonna install Elder Scrolls? Or at least me and Crash, I think. No, no, uh, I would hundred so percent, like, I agree. It's just I've only got one MMO in my life and it's gonna be Final Fantasy all day, every day. If I'm gonna put that much amount of time into a, a MMO, unless it's a new MMO, which I tried New World, yeah. like if a new one comes about, if Xbox decide tomorrow I think the, the problem is with this is the same thing we spoke about on the live stream, right? It's where the hell do you start with this? Yeah. But they that's who they were talking to, and that's yeah. the, kind of what they were saying of like, look at all this start cool content. Look at all these places you can revisit from the other Elder Scrolls games. You can do it all on your own. like, And they, that's really what they were pushing for. And um, I don't know, Crash, have you reinstalled it? Oh, I've not yet. I thought I'd jump it in and climb it right now. Uh, I yeah. think. After I beat Dead Space, I might give it a try. But for right now, I got too many other stuff I'm playing to like fit yeah. it in comfortably to give it like the right amount of time that it would need. It's a lot yeah. of time. I was gonna say 500 hours. <laughs> Jeez. If. Uh, that's also coming March 26th, by the way. Uh, and last thing that was shown was Red Fall. We got an, a release date, May 2nd, which we already all pretty much had confirmed as it was leaked. Um, mm -hmm. I've had time to digest a little bit more on this one, thankfully. I, I just, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I'm still not blown away by it. Still not blown away by it. I I think it's a little bit deeper than obviously a Left 4 Dead and things like that, which they've tried to say it is. I just think narratively it's not going to hold my attention. And that being said, none of Arcane's games have. So... Mm. That you need to take that from that perspective. If you are someone who enjoys Arcane the way they say that, the way they tell their stories, which is, by the way, magnificent. Like the way yeah. they do it is amazing. It just doesn't resonate with me. Um, yeah. So ultimately, I see this being just a fun game that I get to jump in with you guys and go and shoot zombie uh, zombies, go and shoot vampires, and um, and that's okay. But that's what the experience will be for me. I think. Yeah, uh, for me, they kind of fully separated the game for Left for Dead. Like, I don't view this as a Left for Dead game anymore. For my like me, I don't think they've sold me on everything they had promised or not promised, but said the game would be with the open world and like the exploration, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's different enough, you know. Left for Dead is you're playing a chapter. This is the goal of the chapter, and this game very much so is not that. On top of that, you have the gearing and the looting and stuff like that. I'm very interested to see how that plays out in the grand scheme of things and the leveling up. Um, this game didn't. I 
I liked everything I saw about the game. It didn't sell me more on the game, but it also didn't dissuade me from the game. I think it was a solid showing for the game, but I don't think it probably brought anybody who was kind of iffy on the game um, into it. I actually think some of their older showings might have actually had better gameplay portions than this one. I think we got more breadth of content in this one, um, but I feel like some of their older showings were like more action-packed, where this one was a little bit more slow and methodical, which was purposeful, but not the same type of showing, right? Yeah, I feel I feel oh. like this this also this was sorry to I didn't mean to cut you. Um oh, good. this one very much it was showing off the open world and it was and it was yeah. very much you're right. It was and I shouldn't say Left 4 Dead because it really isn't akin to a Left 4 Dead to be honest. It was very much a look, we've got this you can do and look, we've got this you can do and look, we've got this you can do. But it just didn't have the storytelling in the way again, it cut scenes and those moments I don't think it's going to be there. Sorry. Go on, carry on. Matt? I forgot what I was going to say. Go, Matt. Matt. Yeah, I I think I agree with everything you guys were saying. I think I have never been that high on Redfall. I don't think this helped get me any more excited for it. But the thing I keep coming back to is, like, Arcane make really fucking good games. And so, like, part of me is like, just stop showing me the game now. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I think there's so much going on in it with like co-op and and it being this open world and it having this interesting story and it having these interesting vampires or whatever's going on that like i kind of just need to get hands on it now to figure out if this is a game for me or not and the more i see of it and the more they try to explain what the game is the less interested i get but then sort of after digesting it i'm just like i'm still confident it's going to be a really good game and a lot of people are going to really like it and i hope i'm one of them and i'm excited to play it but, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I see it, I'm always just like, eh. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I do think um, arcane games are very, speak to a very specific type of audience. And right. I don't know if they've shown anything to get outside of that audience. Um, Which, by the way, is a huge audience. 100%. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Is that audience excited about a multiplayer shooter like this? Don't know. Me neither. And maybe it's not a multiplayer shooter. Like, obviously, everything they show of it is always four-player co-op. But then in the same breath, they always say, and you can absolutely do all of this solo. They didn't show... I mean, what they showed... uh, The thing was a lot of single-player content. A lot because we had that conversation. No, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yes, you are right. I said, I said, I was like, yo, (laughs) this is not how it's going to go when we play boys because I'm running in there and I'm throwing grenades and I'm shooting and I'm using abilities and I'm doing all that in a matter of seconds. Like, the way they played it was very slower. Yeah, no, you're right. All that stealth stuff was. So, yeah. Yeah. It it just isn't hitting me like it's going to be the next big Microsoft IP. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's a... Right now, on looks alone, and from what I've seen, I've not touched the game. This is, it's a seven. But, uh, be honest here. Did anybody expect it to be the next big game from Xbox? I the wanted next big it IP? to be. Yes. This isn't okay. Gears. This isn't even close to Gears. No. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wanted, expect it. I expected it like to this... try and reach that level. That's what we should be I... expecting now. We should. But be I would. I would. That. I would. I would never expect the game the way that it was sold to hit the same way a Gears hits, because it's not that type of game, and a game that it doesn't sort of try to reach that. We can talk about Gears, but Gears isn't even what you're saying it is. What do you mean? 
realistically nowadays. It do, it's not that big. Gears of War. Oh, no, no, no. It no. Underperform- I yeah. agree. 100% I okay. agree with you. It's not as big as it used to be. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. This is, but when it came out, the first brand new IP from this studio, from Xbox, duh, 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 it was the biggest thing since sliced bread. We, we, you go back and you look at, you've got, unfortunately, you do have to make those comparisons. What was the last big IP that Xbox created? Sunset Overdrive. Okay. And nah, you could argue that's not really big either. That was second party um, anyway. That way, even like, nah, like, true. so it's like they haven't created something that I've gone, or oh, this, we could be creating a lot of money off this IP in a really yeah. long time. And that's kind of what I'm hoping. We look across the road. We look at a Last of Us. We look at Horizon. Yeah. Like, I'm not, and whether you love those games or hate those I, games, cool. But they are, they, PlayStation have created big IPs that have, outside of, I'm not talking films and TV and bullshit like that. I'm not. I'm just saying they've created big IPs for gamers. And Redfall yeah. to me, whether or not we expected it to be that or not, that's what I'm waiting for from Xbox is the next mm-hmm. big ip that xbox are going to drop and people will go yeah this is it and redfall isn't it not that that makes it a bad game instantly but i'm I'm waiting i'm still waiting to have that moment with xbox they've bought all these studios they've invested all this money where is the next big we've we've heard about quadruple a and then we hear perfect dark (laughs) like we're waiting i I think we know what the next what game is supposed to be that, and it's Starfield. Hundred like Starfield is supposed to be that next game, the game that um, everybody will be hyped to get another one in ten years, but they'll resell you Starfield ten different times, right? Um, ten, which we'll see. <laughs> what ten? You're talking at least twenty. <laughs> Come on, <Yeah. laughs> but but uh, they're almost uh, you almost can't do that with it in Game Pass, right? Like nah, most people are going to be playing it? nothing. In. Yeah, I don't think most people are playing it through Game Pass. I agree. Really? Yeah, I, I think you I overstate. Think you underestimate I think we... how many people buy games still. Yeah. Game Pass you... has not cut out the market of people buying games. Okay. Yes, I agree. I think you're an idiot if you're not playing it in Game Pass. Spend ten quid on it. No, I spend ten quid on your money. This is where we're gonna disagree right here. I don't think you're an idiot for supporting a game that you like by buying the game. I think that makes you. Okay. Kind of a... <laughs> I okay, yes, I agree with that sentiment, that statement. But Chris, Chris got you so bad, it's ridiculous. I feel so bad for you right now because you're getting beat into a pole. You're an idiot. This is revenge for Matt fucking up my teeth when he yeah. came to New York. Yeah, he beat you up and <laughs> ruined your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true. yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting. I guess that's all I'm saying is I'm waiting. Like, is Hellblade 2 gonna be that? I, I agree. I don't think so. The original Hellblade isn't that. No, Hellblade I, I agree that the original that. Hellblade isn't that. But if you that franchise if, does have the potential to be that, I think. It has the potential to I be think, a I think Horizon. If it, was, if it was Hellblade, no, because, blah, 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 if, yes. I think you have to remember that the focus of Hellblade is to like deal with like schizophrenic issues and stuff like that. I think the approach with that sort of topic is always going to keep it from being... Because you have to... It can never be something like God of War because that's not the approach they're taking. They're not trying to just make a good and amazing game with an amazing story. They're trying to give you a very unique experience and that still, at the end of the day, a great experience, an amazing experience will always be a niche experience because not everyone's going to want to go through that. So Hellblade can never reach that 
no matter how good that game is, that's not me talking down the game. The first Hellblade's an amazing game. It's an amazing experience and a unique experience. I agree. I think you're over. I think you're overhyping Hellblade for yourself, Matt. Oh, I, I definitely agree with that. Good? I definitely yeah. agree with that. Um, I think I think it has the potential to go beyond that, and I think, um, I'm shooting myself in the foot because I already can't remember her name, the main character from Hellblade, Senua. Yeah. Yeah. Boom has the potential to be a mascot for Xbox in the same way that Aloy is for Horizon and, and PlayStation. I think there is the potential there for that. Maybe the studio doesn't want to do that. Maybe that franchise doesn't want to do that. Maybe they do want to make much more niche, like you say, very unique experiences. But the world that they establish in that first game, beyond all the mental health stuff, is is really so, fucking interesting. And and it seems so, like they're leaning into that for the second one, I feel like, so, from the very little bit that we've seen of it. Sorry, but the world they establish is all the mental health stuff. Everything in that world is tied to mental health of the main character. Sure, but does it uh, does it have to be? It's, yes, because then you're not then you're completely changing what the game is and the objective of what they made it through the game. I guess we'll once find you take that. away the mental health aspect of it. Yeah, but I I haven't played it. Yeah, I haven't played it. I I know I heard. How on the nose is the mental health stuff? Like, is it on the nose of like this is what this is, or that is that is what it is? Cool. There's gotcha. no like question about it. Yeah, that is gotcha, what it gotcha, is. Gotcha, gotcha. One hundred percent. But that that world exists outside of Senua. No, that is that, that no. The stuff you interact with isn't real in that game. Is it not? Spoiler Castle okay. Hellblade coming up soon. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. We've got a few questions. Uh, first one comes here from a Wild Army Enders. Wow, I know it can't happen for each developer direct, but uh, do you see Xbox always dropping a secret thing uh, for use, like a new game DLC extraction with GWG? What's that mean? Games with Gold. Oh, Jesus. I haven't thought about Games With Gold in years. Um, <laughs> Games With Gold title or something else entirely. What the hell? Let, let me gold? just say, nobody cares for extra Games With Gold. If they announce an extra Games With Gold at one of these developer directs, people are going to be like, what at. the F? What yeah. is going on? Is this what Xbox has to do today? Does Games With Gold still exist? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Wild wild I, yeah i've become one of those people i know how dare i um i've went from starting this podcast which is you're an idiot if you don't land, download the games with gold to now i'm like they exist they still they still do it oh cool 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 um ultimately i think it would be amazing for xbox and this show if they could do that at every single show yes i do think you will then become very limited on how long uh, how many of these shows we get is the one thing that I would worry about then, which is I don't think Xbox do a great job of marketing Game Pass games as it is. So yeah. I don't want less from them. I want more for them. So I would take more. I take one a month. We we're not getting one a month. I would take one yeah. a month if um, if it and it means we don't get like secret surprises. But. I, I'm fine either way, to be honest with you. I just enjoy watching the games be marketed to me in the way that the developers want to show it. And I think that's the key of this developer direct. It's coming from yeah. the developers. It's not Phil Spencer. It's not anybody else. It's, it's the developers. 
I think this developer's direct would have been good without uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I think Hi-Fi Rush helped it a lot, but I think it didn't need Hi-Fi Rush for it to be a solid developer direct. And I think going forward, um, I'd imagine the next one's not going to have surprises. The, I, I'm pretty sure the next one's supposed to be Starfield, if I'm not mistaken. That's like confirmed. It's own one, yeah, so it must be. Yeah, so that, I don't think. The, the biggest like surprise you could say would be from that is going to be the release date, which isn't a surprise, but I don't think going into everyone releasing a surprise actually, even if they can do it and they're like, oh, for these next five developer directs, we can do surprises. I don't think that's good for them, even if they can. Because then I you're going to create that immediate, like, oh, they're going to have surprises on that. Sixth one when it doesn't have a surprise, that's horrible. All the way trash. to the 12th one, yeah. when they have, they from 6 to 12, they don't have surprises. These are horrible. And then number 13, they have a surprise. That's the surprise. That's all you could do after all this time. Uh, you create unrealistic expectations, which people already have. We People went into this developer direct, like, they said four games, but, you know, they're going to definitely have more than four. And they ended up having one more. But people were putting crazy stuff out there. You can get the new Gears of War. You're going to get all these other games. Uh, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Expectations are a dangerous thing sometimes. And I think if you set a precedent to having a surprise, if they have a surprise at the next one, then people are going to expect it for every single one. And that's you're going to start scraping the bottom of the barrel. I think that's why they're doing the Starfield one as well, which helps. Also, like, you could have I... held, like, a golden eye for the next one, if that's really what you wanted to do. I'm very surprised that wasn't included in this. I am no. as well a little bit. In, in... Eye is an old game. No, it, old, game's like, old. old game's old. Oh, GoldenEye is an old game, and we already knew GoldenEye was coming to Xbox. I True. agree, but I think it would have been it would have fit perfectly in with this di- this direct of like. I don't, I don't think this showcase. I think if they do it, I think focusing the time they would have given this game if they were to like keep it in pace with the rest of the direct. I think it either would have felt very out of place, I wouldn't or it would have been too much yeah. of that game. It would have been. Very yeah, I think out it was place. a different. I think it was a different developer direct where they're like, here, we're going to show you a bunch of games. And then they throw this in there where like, we also have GoldenEye coming to Game Pass. I think that would have fit more. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, Duva says, do you still believe we will get Starfield before the end of June? Maybe with a surprise March release. Matt? No. <laughs> no. I, 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 I don't know. Like we were saying on the stream, we're going to get another E3 with more Starfield. And that sucks. But that's what's going to happen. And then we're going to get Starfield at the end of the year. And I think that is what's going to happen. I I don't see it launching before the end of... the Within the first six months of 2023 now. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. It's meant to come in the first half of 2023, so... If it yeah. launches in June, it would be in the first six months. Sure. So still, it could still hit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if they do a direct in, if they do a direct in well, March, and then say it's coming in two months or three months, uh, maybe but I don't I don't see it. Phil Spencer uh, did a interview with IGN or something along those lines, and I yeah. believe he hinted at he didn't completely confirm, but I believe he hinted at the fact that the Starfield direct is supposed to be early this year, so it's supposed to be soon. It's not supposed not to say it's next month, but it's supposed to be next couple of months. So it's not how, super far out. How far out did they? announced this developer direct it was like a week or something right less than a week, a week or, uh it was like a week beforehand i think a week and some change maybe yeah. maybe maybe more. that's what happens then maybe we get a march developer direct all about starfield and it launches in june i'd be yeah. surprised i wouldn't be surprised i'd be surprised if it launches before june i will say that 
I think June is the earliest I expect it. Because it can't be in May with Redfall now. I don't think it can be before. Um, before I don't think it's enough time. To be fair, Starfield could drop whenever and it'd do well. So I think the argument sure. it's not enough time for marketing. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it drops. I think end of May is a possibility, but I, I don't think that would happen. Either. I think it gets delayed and comes. It, it falls out of early twenty twenty three and it comes in the fall. Ooh. I don't think so. I, I, I think you're. I think you're right. I think I, you're right. I think ultimately. If you look at a game like Starfield, they can't... And what was the last big open-world game like this with this much promise that came out? Oh, false. Cyberpunk. Mm. Oh, Cyberpunk, yeah. There's no way on earth the next game like this that comes out, and it's from Bethesda. Let's not, let's not forget who Bethesda are. Let's not... Let's, it ain't been that long since uh, the PS3 version of... Uh, um, <laughs> Elder Scrolls. Fallout Three. Uh, for, no, oh, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls bad, yeah. when it was broke. Um, Fallout Three was really bad on Xbox, was it, or was it on PlayStation? That I think was really that's bad. PlayStation as well, to be honest. Was with it? You. I think it was. Yeah, the, but yeah, that sounds right. Ultimately, they can't. There's going to be problems with the game. We already know that. That's, there's there's no way it won't have that. It can't launch in a really bad state though, and I think ultimately Xbox know that. And so do Bethesda as a whole. And I think we're going to get, yep, sorry, it's fallen out. It's fallen out of early 2023. They're not going to say that yet, but ultimately I think we see Starfield at another E3. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I think we'll see it at E3. I think it, we'll see it at E3 and it'll launch the, that month. I could see that a month later. Yeah. But, mm, we'll see. Before then, I, I think super unlikely right now they also have games coming out between now and then that's like fit it in somewhere where you're not overlapping anything because the month that you drop that in you'd be like essentially overlapping and possibly killing off whatever game releases in that time uh time frame yeah yeah uh last one on this topic we got doom rocker who says kind of disappointed with uh, no release date for forza but still very hyped do you guys think x uh, do you think they should Drop Starfield the same day as Final Fantasy 16 drops to show Square that they can compete without their support. No. 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 <laughs> no. I mean, we always talk about this, like, competition feeling like it's kids on a playground pushing each other around. That would be even more stepping yeah. into that realm. I, 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 yeah. And I don't think they don't do it for that reason. I think they don't do it because ultimately it is probably just a bad business decision as well like i don't i don't know how much overlap in gamers there really is between starfield and final fantasy 16 i mean they're both huge games obviously but like yeah. how much overlap is there in that fandom probably a fair bit actually just because there's such massive games but um yeah I just, it's just a bad bad idea in it business move bad idea business move indeed <laughs> let's jump into what's been in our box and what we've been playing i got to there's kind of like two topic of the shows this week um kind of um i got to play the new hogwarts legacy game i was invited down to by wb uh to go to the, i was invited down to wb to watford to go to the big harry potter um what's it called what, what is it studio exactly tour. Called? the studio tour thank you um yeah, so I got to go there. They 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 posted about it. I've been quite quiet about it. I haven't posted any footage. I haven't made any videos on it. I said I'll talk about it on the podcast like I have. 
Um, obviously, fuck J.K. Rowling. Don't support her messages. Don't support where her money goes. And I am 100% in support of trans people, trans rights, and things like that. But ultimately, I was the question was asked, and I, I had to ask myself, do I want to play this game? Yes, I do. And so I've played it. And there it is. Matt, I know you're very interested in this game as well. Yeah. Any questions for me before I just go off on a, a huge tangent? So many, so many questions. Um, well, first of all, give me your top line thoughts. Give me the headline. Is your it good? Top line thoughts. You're going to lose a pizza bet. Oh, shit. I'm... What was, remind me of the pizza bet. I think it was... You said 70. I said it would be under 70? Yeah, I think it was 70. 70 or 80. I can't remember which one. 70. Well, 70. hey, if I lose a pizza bet because a game comes out and it's good, I'm okay with that. This game, from what I played, and I got to play various different parts of the game, um, is probably, this is every wizard's dream. <laughs> every, horror, every Harry Potter fan's dream is this game. It is stunningly beautiful. Um, very engaging story from what I can tell. Again, I didn't get to see too much, uh, but from what I can tell, um, the world is exactly what you think it is. Like, jump on your broom, fly around anywhere along Hogwarts. Oh, Quidditch Stadium's right there. Let me go check that out. You fly over there and there it is. And you're just like, this is crazy. It's crazy how familiar Hogwarts is to us in a way of a place that's imaginary to us. And obviously we've seen films and read books and things like that. Seeing it in a game really does take it to that next level. Um, yeah. I, I, honestly, I couldn't stop smiling while I was playing the game. If I'm being totally honest with you, like I was so infatuated is that the right word in with the world infatuated, and just, yeah. infatuated thank you in the world and it's the little little details throughout it you can tell this game was made by a bunch of nerds by mm. a bunch of people who care about that franchise even with its owner not caring to the same level let's be honest sure. um so so give me an idea that's like so you said you could fly around on your broom wherever you wanted to was that like from the art like pretty early so on in the game you I had played, the ability to got, do that? i was jumped around into ver various different spots right okay um, so i don't know exactly where that moment would have come of when you get your broom and things like that um from the moment i was in the school in that school area i was able to fly around wherever i wanted to go i was able to um, I got to play some little mini game, uh, which was like you, it was you using one of the new spells, uh, that your character had learned. And it was, you pulling these boxes into certain spaces. And then that was you versus another character. Um, that was one of the mini games I have there. And that instantly got me going, huh, that was interesting. Was that like a lesson? No, was that, that like was you just, attending a lesson? Was that was just, just me, a thing. That, that was, was just a thing around the school ground. Cool. And, there was a lot of stuff like that. There was a lot of things that I was like, oh, if this really is like this, this is crazy. I got to do some training um, of me doing some of the combat. I was very critical of the combat of what I saw. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's um, it's gonna take some. It's gonna take a little bit to learn. One hundred percent. It's gonna take a little bit to learn. Um, 
and I have to play it on a controller. I don't know how that game's going to work on a massive keyboard on PC for PC players. have no clue. Um, but it might be easy. But switching from different spells, very intuitive uh, on the D-pad. Um, and yeah, it's just, it didn't look, it was one of those games that the combat doesn't look fun to me. Mm. When you're watching it, it doesn't look like a fun time. I got, I was on normal. I was getting my ass beat, beaten, beaten. Now, you could say that's because I haven't learned the spells. I haven't... I, this character had clearly been to his classes and learned some stuff and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I just... Uh, I got to do some training. They got to this, this little combat training thing they do in the wizarding world that one of the students is like... felt like a fight club for wizards. That's kind of what it felt like. It was like, yo, do oh. you want to come and do this? And that was part of, part of a, a school... A, it felt like a side mission I was doing. Um, yeah. And yeah, I got to do one of the main missions, which was really interesting. Again, there's a lot of footage out there. There's a lot of footage out there. You guys can see it. We all got to play the same stuff. So if you want a more in-depth conversation about it, then I'm sure there's other channels um, that will be able to give you that. But I just want to give it to you from my point of view. I don't want to spoil too much either. Um, yeah, of course. But yeah, I, I have to be honest. I like The game is exactly what I've wanted from a Harry Potter game forever. When it was leaked... The only thing while playing it, walking around, I was like, Crash, you, you'll understand this, even though I know you don't care too much for this game. Like, I was walking around being like, if this had raids, bro. If this had like a, mm. a co-op four-player, we're taking down this troll. It, like a Destiny raid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they had yeah. something like that. With some puzzling. Oh, my On your God. way to a big boss or whatever, it would be yeah. crazy. Um, I hope... I feel bad saying this, but yeah, I do hope it does well so we get more of this because mm. it's just so, 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 so interesting. And again, graphically, uh, I was playing on a PS5, by the way, um, but graphically, Stunning. wow, absolutely crazy. And I think because because for a lot of people, like you say, it's like wish fulfillment, like, like just living in that world, in that yeah. school. Did it feel alive like yes. are there a lot of students oh, around doing students their own everywhere. thing and... there's students everywhere some of them you can interact with and talk to and that goes off in its own little dialogue thing again you gotta think about it you're a wizard right so what would you do? if you was a wizard and you was in school what would you do and you would walk around twisting things and just being an idiot right and you can do that like you can walk you walk up to a fountain you can do a spell that makes the fountain move around you walk over by, by a, uh, like a giant um, igloo. Igloo? That's right. Yeah. And you make it spin. Oh. Chandeliers making them spin. And they're all just they're all just there. It's just like push a button, put a, a button command, but it feels so intuitive to do it. You know? Oh. And I think that's the, 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 it's that storytelling outside of the storytelling that was really yeah. cool for me that I was like, because ultimately I'm going to role play myself being in Hogwarts. I called the character MC Fixar and yeah, got to make a, a black wizard again, Harry Potter. Not known for its uh, multicultural schooling, let's be totally sure. honest. Um, a huge breath of customization in the game. Um, I was very impressed oh. with, with the haircuts and the hairstyling and stuff like that. I don't believe the character is either, I, I believe the character is a, a they, them. Um, yeah. Default. I don't think there's a him, her character. I think I've seen that as well, and, and you just pick 
voice options yes. that are pitched differently and mm-hmm. you can pitch those voices differently and then yeah there's no there's no uh, male female option no as far as i saw in the in the footage i've seen as well um and then i guess my last question was yeah so so like the i think for a lot of people the actual main storyline is like kind of secondary to just living in that world and like going so like did you get a sense of like how classes would work in the world is it like oh shit i have to be here at this time or da 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 no. it's just I didn't right, get okay. to experience any of that. Um, I'm hoping it is very like, damn, I'm, ho- I'm late for class. From what I played, it wasn't like that. It was more, I feel like it might be more akin to, I want it to be like Persona, which is mm. like, yo, you missed a class. Like, and then the, then the teacher, you come in the next day, is like, hey, yo, <laughs> where was you, man? You, you missed Potions 202. Like, I wish it was like that. Again, I didn't get to do any classes or anything like that, but from the little that I got to play, no, there was no... I didn't see any prompts of, like, get to class or go over here or go over there. Again, WB are very much controlling what what we got to what we got to see, play, and the, the experience we were having. Um, but, yeah, I think anybody who is a Harry Potter fan and is a gamer is going to want to play this game. And that comes very. That's even that statement on its own is very loaded. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the problem, isn't it? But um, one last question then for you: in the in one of the showcases, they showed off the room of requirement, which is going to be like your base, your like hub that you can like build shit in, and it seemed to have like real time timers where you'd like build something and it'd be like, Hey, come back in like 40 minutes and this will be done or whatever. It's akin to animal crossing or whatever. Did you get a sense of any of that? Did you play around with any of that? Nothing at all. Okay, fine. No, Chris, can you, or Matt, uh, if you prefer, can one of you look at the questions? Cause I know we got a bunch of questions about, um, this that we didn't include on the thing. So, uh, there's a question from top lift. Uh, fuck JK Rowling. That's top lift. Not me. But having played the game, what are your thoughts? And is this Wizarding World game you always wanted to have? Disappointed are you? Quidditch isn't playable. And again, fuck JK's views, but hope people who play the game enjoy it. Yeah, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Like, the stuff outside, again, without the combat, imagine this game without combat, I'd still love it. Like, like generally just as a walk-around Hogwarts simulator. Like, it's that and fly yeah. around Hogwarts and it crazy and then you go into the actual mission that i got to do um i'm taking on these these um what are they um oh damn i can't remember exactly goblins. i don't want I, I don't i think they're goblins i think they are but i didn't want to say it in case it's not i'm pretty sure they're goblins but yeah no i think it was a goblin um and yeah, you're taking on these goblins and you're, you're doing this mission and it's like yeah this is so damn cool this is so damn cool it's so it's so exactly what you want from this game and it's crazy it's crazy seeing it and again the leak the leak was the big thing for me when i remember when this leaks and i was just like my mind ran wild yeah so it come this game come not only off of the back of um the creator herself and that but the game has to live up now like you can't your creator can't be an absolute dirtbag of a human being and then your game's trash. Oh, Emily, the game ain't the get from what I've played so far. What I got to play, the game ain't trash. It's so much fun, so much fun, and so much better than. Put it this way, yeah. Me and Hagley were going to book a holiday in February. 
because she's off, got a week off, and it's the same week the game comes out. And I literally looked at her and went, you don't want a holiday. You're going to have a holiday at Hogwarts. And she was like, okay. So that's how much I'm like, yeah, this game's going to be different. Different, different, different. And I think I've said this several times already, but last question. This is actually my last question. Game set in like the 1800s, right? It's like a, it's like a long time prequel. Did, yeah. did that, like, are people talking old timey? No, uh, no, no. Like, it did it you get like a sense like of any it. of that? Like, no, no okay. Did, not just, to me, it didn't feel like it. I think they've just done that to separate it from Harry Potter and your yeah. expectations of that, right? And so it makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there's one more question. This please. Uh, from Eldozo. How does this game compare to initial thoughts of what the game is or would be like? Uh, you have mentioned in previous podcasts this could easily be a nine, but just as easily be a six. The numbers mentioned may vary, but on a scale of one to ten or whatever MC fixer scale you want to use from what you have played, where does it score? It's an avocadavo out of. No, I'm joking. Um, it, <laughs> from what I've played, it's got the potential to. I think if a Harry Potter fan reviews this for said outlet and they take out the the uh, the problems that come along with this game yeah and it lives up to what i played all the way through i think you're looking at eight nine ten game personally i don't think you see it get lower than that if you again but a review is somebody's opinion um and how much somebody can take away themselves from from this issue i think you're gonna the the, the issue that is at hand um I think you're going to have a lot of outlets that are going to play this game and they're not going to be able to take that out of their head. That the person profiting from this game and they are profiting and they are using that money to then um, cause harm to other human beings. I don't think people are going to be able to see past that. And again, I'm still wrestling with that myself. I still don't know. I want to sit down the day that game comes out and I want to stream it all the way through from top to bottom and I just don't know if that's the right thing to do. I still don't know. But yeah, I played the game. I experienced the game. Um, I didn't get as much backlash on Twitter as I was expecting because I truly was expecting there to be an absolute cesspool of people despising me, especially because people's people have openly said on Twitter, I will unfollow you, I'll block you, I'll do this. Those same people that said that on Twitter... I've checked their Twitters to see if they've blocked me and stuff. They haven't. Um, WB posted their photo of me at the event. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know where other people are coming down on it. And it's hard to take the artist away from the art is one of those things that is up to everybody else to make the decision on. So, yeah. Great. Again, game. If you're asking me off of a preview, which ultimately this is what a preview is for. The question should be, Fixer, do you think we should buy this game? Based off of the game alone, 100% yes. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No more questions, right, Crash? Uh, no. Let me make sure, but I believe it was just those two. That's cool. All right. Well, Matt, talk to me about the one and only Hi-Fi Rush, my friend. Crash? Were you going to jump in there? There are, there are more questions. There are more questions about Hogwarts Legacy. How many more? Uh, there's three more. Okay, go on then. Let's do it. Uh, did you go all fanboy when you saw the Hogwarts Express? No. I've been there before. 
was the magic of the experience there when you played it? Does it seem like it will last through the whole game? Yes, it does. It seems like it's going to be there from the start to the very end. Did you experience any major red flags? Have any big concerns about the game, about the full game after playing the preview? No. I, there was nothing there that I was like, was any, no, no. Simple answer, no. No. All right, that's it. Cool. Question, want to talk about Hi-Fi Rush? Uh, yeah, it's a very fun game. It's, it's very, very good. Uh, I think for me, it's probably the best rhythm game we've gotten in a very long time if not ever if i'm gonna be honest wow uh visually other than like guitar hero and those I I say, no, no, rhythm yeah. combat game maybe yeah, rhythm combat game i don't yeah um but yeah it's it's very fun i think the combat's fun you unlock a whole bunch of different combos and stuff like that um i've only done one boss fight so far but the boss fight was very very fun um i think design wise from top to bottom it is a really well designed game um i think enemy variety is pretty solid from what i've played so far visually the game absolutely stunning i think that is probably my biggest takeaway from the game it is a very very visual visually satisfying game it's also a visual style that i think will last long so like you can play this game in 10 years and i think it will hold up compared to like some real more realistic games or some more unique art styles that don't hold up as well over time i do think this game will age very well in that regard also matt what are your thoughts yeah i echo everything crash said and and i am playing this in a way that probably will annoy a lot of people i'm playing this on my phone through the cloud with my razor kishi which should not work crash is done he's taking his headphones out he's gone he's off the pod uh it shouldn't work but uh, again you all take the piss out of me for saying cloud gaming is the future if I can play a rhythm-based combat game and platformer via the cloud, if you're not watching the YouTube video, guys, you should be because these two are dying over here. Um, then, then did that. What a testament to to what Xbox have built with cloud gaming. Good job, everybody. Um, but yeah, I've played about as much as Crash. I've played up until the first boss as well, beating the first boss. Um, so I guess we're in a very similar position with it. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. I think there, it's like not a perfect game um in that like sometimes i i mean i scored very well out of the first uh level like i got like an a grade at the end of it which i was really surprised about because i wasn't very confident that i was hitting on the beat a lot of the time and i struggled with some of the like tutorials where it's like hey we're gonna put you in this thing and you're not leaving here until you nail this i struggled with a few of them maybe it was down to the cloud gaming uh but, but i don't think it was i think it was just me yeah. um yeah let's play let's blame the cloud gaming and say that i'm actually more skilled um but yeah so i like struggled to get out of a few of those and then so then i was like oh i don't think i'm doing this the way the game wants it to me me too and then i got to the end and got a really good score and so i was like oh maybe i am um, and it's not always necessarily super clear if I'm doing this correctly or not. I think the best thing about this game is that it's very lenient on I think it scoring. is. At least on that difficulty. I think when you play oh, on the harder difficulties, you have to be like, uh, you need the bonus damage you get from getting the timing right and all that stuff. I'm um, not playing on the hardest, but I'm playing on the one below, which I think is hard. Oh, interesting. I'm only playing on normal. Because I was okay. like, I'm, I'm not going to get the rhythm that great. I don't know mm. if I will. I'd rather just like play it and enjoy it. Yeah, and um, and I think there there are elements to 
kind of almost force you into it. Like, like if you hit the attack button, that attack won't go until it it's on beat. Yeah. Which isn't as... Feels... Sorry, go on. It, it feels a little jarring at first when you're doing it, and you're like, my character feels sluggish for some reason. Yeah. Um, but once you get used to it, it starts making sense. Yeah. I still get thrown off of it when you switch to, like, the heavy attacks, and the heavy attacks aren't on the same beat. It's every other beat. Yes. Um, and so it, it, mixing them up and then you start mixing up combos and that honestly for me makes it an even more interesting game where I'm like, oh, I actually like want to learn how to do these combos and get the timing right and everything. Exactly. And then when you do something you haven't done before by chaining moves you haven't chained before in the right rhythm to get that combo, it's like really fucking satisfying. Yeah. And even like when you mix a dodge into that combo and you nail that and it's like, oh, fuck, that feels really yeah. fucking good. Um. And so, yeah, this, this game is full of that. And then, separate to all of that, it's very my style of music. Opens with a Black Keys song, one of my favorite bands, and the first boss fight to a Nine Inch Nails song, which is fucking awesome. Um, and so, it's taking all those boxes for me as well. And then, I think the story and the characters are, like, really good, and I think the dialogue's really good. And I'm, I, every time it cuts to a cutscene, I'm in. Oh, crash, crash less so on that, but okay. Uh, dialogue's fine. I don't think the dialogue is anything. I don't. I don't know if I describe it as really good. I think it's fine for the game it is. I think it's it's good for the game it is. I don't think it's like something that. I if I were to write like a bunch of pros for the game, I don't think dialogue would go underneath that. But I don't think it would go underneath the cons either. Okay, maybe not. But like, uh, like I guess maybe not dialogue specifically, but like world story character. Okay. Okay. Like I, I think it's you. all really good and interesting and unique. Gotcha. Um. So yeah. Will All thumbs I up from like me. This game. No. Will you like this? Maybe. Really? No. Maybe. I don't know, because like you're a big story guy. Mm, maybe it doesn't have the best the story. Story the isn't the like, cool. It's a fun world. I don't know. Like it's not a super big story. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna leave this one at an I don't know because I honestly don't know if you like this game. Well, but I think you should I'm, definitely I'm a try big music it fan. It's true. Do you listen to a lot of rock music, folks? I mean, I don't not listen to rock music if it comes on. I'm not like I'm not one of those hip hop heads that like rock comes on. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, like no, no, no. I listen yeah. to I listen to a lot more pop rock than I do probably Nine Inch Nails. But yeah, and I think I think the thing that could help you enjoy this game is I think like from a pacing standpoint, you know, something you said you loved about High on Life was that it feels like you play an episode of the game, you beat the boss, episode of a TV show, yeah, and then and then you can dip out. And I think this is similar to that. Like, um, I think, I think, I don't know, but I got the feeling that the first section up to the first boss is, is maybe longer than the other sections will be because a lot of it's tutorial. Um, and it's like trying to teach you a quite unique mechanic in, in yeah. sort of, uh, rhythm based combat. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of hoping that each section now is a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool idea. What a treat. Okay. okay. My, my only, my only complaint for the game. When you're moving around and not in combat, I feel like my character moves a little bit too slow. I agree with that. I think I think the jump doesn't feel great. I think a lot of that is down to the platforming also being rhythm based. And so it wanting you to like these platforms are gonna shoot out on beat, and so you need to jump to like and so I think it's all very like tight yeah. in that sense. It makes sense. It's just like one thing that was. I get it. I've seen other people say the same thing, and I and I do think it feels jarring in comparison to like platformers that we're used to. You know, like a Ratchet and Clank or something, where like 
I don't know, the jump it's feels like it makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. You should play it though, Crash. Uh, Crash, fix. You should play it. Oh, I'm 100% going to. I'm 100% going to play it. Yes, 100%. Um, Crash, Apex, you've been playing. Is there anything you want to add I'm on playing that? playing Apex. Uh, no, I just want to let people know I'm playing Apex back in Apex. I'm having fun. I forgot how fun apex actually is to play yeah it's one of those things where you step away from a game for a while and then you go back in and you're like the movement is just so good and i really think apex's movement in particular is still has not been touched by another uh, fps in general even after going to halo infinite going back to this and i remember halo Infinite, i was like oh the movement's great with the grapple and everything going back to this is like night and day it's apex is still like far and above beyond most other games as far as movement is concerned Fair but, enough. Yeah, I don't really have a lot more to add to that. All right. Well, let's jump into Fixer's Sack. No time for news this week. We've gone long. Um, we've got one from Elder Slayer that says, Faults. Matt ha Matt played a game that he didn't talk about. Oh, shit. My bad. What Matt game did I play that I'm talking about? I haven't played Goldeneye. I've downloaded Goldeneye. Oh, okay. No, I've downloaded Goldeneye. I haven't played it. That's on me. That's on me. I apologize, Fix. That's 100% on me. Thoughts on yesterday's announcement of layoffs across Microsoft 343. Looks like it hit. Uh, it was hit hard in particular. Is it the right decision with Halo Infinite's current lack of content, or does it signal the beginning of the end for the lot for the title long term? I think it's a number of things, right? Like ultimately. Uh, the one thing I dislike about this is, and this is, it's not very fair for me to say this, I guess, but when a game studio is buying another game studio for 46 billion or whatever it is, I can't remember the exact number. It's double that, isn't it? <laughs> 79 billion. If, if people have been fired because they're not good at their job, I'm all for that, ultimately. Like, I'm good with that. They're not good at their job. They're not getting enough done, whatever the case is with that. I'm all for it. But if this was a budget thing, I feel weird being in a world where Microsoft can buy something for that amount of money but then can't keep people on staff for a, a, not, a lot less amount of money. It's a very confusing situation because not only are they trying to buy Activision, I think like a week or a month before or something like that, they had a private concert for executives with, was it Slipknot or something like that? Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, this just isn't looking good. I do know that the 343 people in particular, I don't know about the other teams, uh, it was a lot of the campaign team, and it's because the campaign team was in pre-development phase. Yeah. They weren't actually developing anything. Um, and the tech industry has been hit by uh, financially lately. You've seen a bunch of other, uh, I don't know about gaming companies, but a, lo a lot oh, of a lot other of gaming companies. No, no, a bunch of games. I thought yeah. I was getting chopped again. I'm not going to lie. I, oh, I've, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've yeah. been like, is it coming? Because you yeah. just don't know. Um, and obviously yeah. the people like myself, freelancers and people like that are the first people to go um, when it comes to budget restructurings and things. Yeah, I just, look, ultimately they wasn't needed anymore at the studio. And that doesn't mean they're not talented. That doesn't mean anything like that. But it's just, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard when... You see the amounts of money being thrown around by companies and then you hear about Joseph, uh, you know, whatever, and his daughter moved halfway across a country to go develop for Halo and now they're 
they're in limbo. They've just been fired. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. There was layoffs everywhere. Big layoffs in the games industry as a whole. Uh, free for free. Um, who else? Bethesda uh, had a few as well. Coalition. Uh, Coalition as well. I was about to say, like there's, there's been layoffs across huge amounts of um, in Xbox studios, which is also like the number of people Microsoft laid out was like around ten thousand. That's not um, Xbox. Xbox laid off I think nine hundred something or something along those lines. Yes. Still a ridiculous amount of people. Don't get it twisted. But I've seen a lot of people saying like. Xbox laid off 10,000 people. They didn't lay off 10,000 people. That's, that's the headline, little... mate. The game's the yeah, game. The game's the game. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, I, I, does it signal the beginning and the end? No, because it was the it was the campaign team. So no. But ultimately, yes as well. Because I think 343 RNA... There wasn't an article that just came out saying that they're working no. on new stuff? On something other than no. Halo? I don't believe so. They, there was up. an article that went out that um, another team was going to be working on Halo, and then 343 put out that they're always going to be working oh, on Halo. Oh, okay. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, a rumor started by somebody who had no credibility, I think somewhere on Reddit, and then every news article saw that and up. was like, oh, that's a true statement, and just blew it up out of proportion. Yeah. As they do. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um,. Matt, anything to add before I move into some of these more questions before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. Like, it, it always sucks, these kinds of things. Um, and like you say, we are seeing it across huge amounts of the tech industry with like Google having massive layoffs and, and a lot of other companies. Um, and yeah, it's always hard when when these companies report record-breaking profit years and you go, oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, it's... it's um, it makes sense if they horrendous. were bad at their job. I just want to make that very yeah, clear. Yeah, but but that's like, you don't you don't get rid of ten thousand people because of the ten thousand individuals are bad at their job, right? I also just want to clarify about the being bad at your job thing. A lot of companies require uh, managers to put the bottom performing people as being bad at their job, even though just because they're bad at bottom performing people, not they're not necessarily bad at their job. So even using sure. that as an excuse, like I get what you're saying, fix, but that's also like a What's term that could be very twisted. You're saying, sorry, go on, you crash. There's ma so what some companies do, and I don't think Xbox does this. Um, I forgot where it was. Activision Blizzard actually got uh, the head of management for some part of Activision Blizzard let, uh, left recently because he had employees under him. The bottom like five percent of employees um, who maybe there was stuff out of their control on why stuff wasn't getting done. Yeah, uh, they were sp supposed to label them as underperforming. Even though it, they technically weren't performing, they were gotcha. performing to the best of their ability. Okay. Just so, like, oh, we can fire people. We can, like, I'm those not, are the people. That's not what I mean by what I'm saying. No, no, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I'm, I just, because that what was What I mean is, I you go to a game studio, and there's that guy in the corner that's, like, sleeping all the time, not doing his work. <laughs> Very clearly, he ain't doing shit. Yeah. He gets fired. It's like, that's one. Like, if yeah. he gets fired, I don't feel bad for him, you know? Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, let's jump into Fix the Sack real quick We're going to get through these as quickly as possible Because I've got to go uh, Toplift comes in with with rumours circulating I'm sick of talking about this game With rumours circulating of Scalebound <laughs> Coming back Do you want to see it as a co-op game still Or a completely overhauled To make a single player story driven game Can can I just say something? Please. Me and Matt P had a discussion, and Matt P said nobody talks about Scalebound. Nobody cares about Scalebound. We got a question for Scalebound, Matt. This was before these 
like leaks, which they're not, they're rumors from again shitbirds on on Reddit or whatever, uh, saying that Scaleband's coming back. Scaleband is not coming back. Do not get your hopes up. The Scaleband is coming back. Um, oh, but this was when I was in New York, and and I was like, nobody gives a fuck about Scaleband. And then next week, for some reason, Scaleband was back in the fucking news. People care about Scaleband. Think, what can I say? Clearly, it was a crash burner account on Reddit at the start. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> just to be like, "Fuck Matt P. I'm going to prove him wrong." Look at all these people caring about Scaleband. Uh, look, oh, is this this this? Look, okay, it is coming back. The rumors are true. It is coming back. Do we want to see it as a co-op game or a single player game? Personally, I would love it to be a single player game. Personally, because I think they would get a better. It would probably make for a better game as a single player game. That game had technical issues when they showed it. Um, like yeah. <laughs> the, I I feel like co-op is such an overrated feature because a lot of times co-op actually detracts from the experience because you try to force like game design philosophy changes and a lot of time you need to add stuff to make co-op work yeah. and a lot of time you end up making a worse experience. We talk we've talked about. Uh, the Marvel Avengers game so many times. If that game was just the single player experience, they didn't have all the co-op aspects. That probably would have been like an amazing game. But no, they had to throw in like the co-op stuff, and it just really changes the flow of how that game works. At the end of the day, so I agree with Fix. I think I'd really love for this to be a single player game when it does come out in about five years. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Go on. Yeah, I'm thinking of how I want to formulate this. Don't get it twisted. I can see a world where Scaleband comes back. <laughs> Fix confirm Scaleband's coming back. Let's go. Are all these accounts that are talking about on Reddit just you two? No, 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 no. Um, I can see, I can, especially with Game Pass, especially with Xbox need new IP. It's an IP that people ultimately, <laughs> Matt doesn't believe, but people do care about Scaleband. I'm sorry to tell you, Matt. Like, it comes up more than you think. Like, man, imagine sure. it's a bit like us with Rise on the Rome, right? Like, I'd be gassed if Rise Two came out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's people that care. It doesn't mean there's a lot of them, but there is people that care. Um, just... I'll jump on the other side and say, if it comes back, which it isn't, but if it comes back, it should be a cop game. Um, I, I, we didn't talk about it actually. I I was playing something else, Crash, this week, and it was Monster That's Hunter right. Rise. Oh, you played you Rise. Right. I did play a little bit of Rise. Um, my first ever Monster Hunter game. Fuck me is the start of the. I assume all Monster Hunter games incredibly text based. So go on. Is there a big tutorial in the beginning? Oh my god! It's so long before you see a monster. It's probably an hour before you see a monster, and even then, you barely even fight a monster. That sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, my point is, like, Scaleband was supposed to be this, like, kind not Monster Hunter, but like. It, like big part of it was having these massive fights with these massive dragons and monsters and shit and uh and you jumping around with your mates doing that with all your own dragons and it being cool and so i think i think that seemed like an integral part of what that game was going to be and so um i think if they're going to do it make a co-op make it a thing i think i would be having more fun in monster Hunter if i was playing a co-op mm. Mm. interesting interesting <laughs> interesting <laughs> Interesting. Next question. Uh, from Duva. Do you think Ubisoft will officially unveil their Star Wars game this year to try and shine some good news on all the bad news they've been putting out lately? 100% yes. I think so. Again, I know nothing. 
I work at Ubisoft as a streamer, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I think if, if it's ready to be unveiled, yes, I think ultimately they will. I think I, I see them having their own Ubisoft state of play mm. thing again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think this would be a great announcement to get people to get people on board and be like, oh, Ubisoft do still have stuff coming. Look, again, I work I work on the channel ultimately. <laughs> the number one thing that gets said is like, <laughs> when's new stuff coming? So, yeah, I, I think ultimately when they're able to show stuff, they will. Like, it's this no game shooter doesn't want to show people stuff. They want to show mm. you, but it's not as easy as that. Especially with an IP like Star Wars. Mm. Yeah, everything you show for Star Wars has to get pre-approved by Disney. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, in a big way. I would assume production on those games is exponentially more complex and takes longer because of those aspects. Yeah. Um, and so, will Ubisoft will definitely want to show it this year. Whether or not it will get shown this year because of other external factors is a uh, who knows. Right? I, I think worst case, I, I think we do see it this year. I think worst case, we just get a CGI trailer for it. You might not see any actual gameplay or what the game is. Who is making Star Wars Eclipse? That is uh, Quantum Dream. Quantum Dream. Is it? Yeah, because that's the narrative-based mm -hmm. one with Yoda and stuff like that, right? I don't know. I, I thought they just released that CGI trailer of a bunch of people banging on a bunch of drums. Someone who don't like Star Wars, you fucking nerd. I just remember stuff when I watch uh, oh, I don't. showcases on like YouTube. No, go ahead. I don't remember shit. I don't remember shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> you checked into that shit. <laughs> so you don't remember which, who made it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm a knucklehead. Okay. Next question. I didn't realize it was another one. <laughs> Do you think if it's true, bringing back Star Scout Band is oh, Jesus like Christ. <laughs> you, you have to assume he got killed for a reason from Stead. Um no, I do think I do ultimately think it's a good idea. It I, got I, killed because of a lack of faith in the best game to be ever conceived conceptually. <laughs> Scalebound. I actually agree. I like I think I think ultimately it is a good business decision to bring back a thing even if it's popular because it's a fucking meme at this point. Like like go on. It's popular for two reasons. A it's a meme. Part of it for sure there's definitely people who mean it, but also it's a platinum game. And platinum has a very very big fan base and so seeing sure. platinum make a big dragon game I think for a lot of people is like that's very hype. I also think sure. it was an interesting and cool concept that we've never really seen done in gaming that people would like to see and it's on xbox. Keep, go back to your hating matt and it, no and ultimately <laughs> it's another exclusive for xbox and if you're telling me there's a I, to me it makes no sense for them to have killed it in the first place but it got killed in a it very was, different time of xbox yeah it was uh, that game as far as i'm aware also had this had a lot of like technical issues and going through with it um and possibly it wasn't going to be able to get done in a timely manner or whatever the case is where now i feel like if they approach it now it's like well we know what didn't work if we're starting from you'd assume they'd start from the beginning it's like we know what we're going to do now we'll go through it and microsoft will probably also be i don't want to i actually can't say that microsoft will probably be a little bit rougher with them because of the whole situation with uh, the initiative very hands-off with the initiative not to say that that's a yeah. bad thing because i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing I was just at first I was gonna say they would be very hands on. I don't think that's actually the case. I think they would play a closer eye to it than maybe they would some other stuff, if we're being yeah, honest. Maybe. Because you can't fund the thing they've already funded it once, is the thing. Yeah. 
Very true. So ultimately, I, yeah. Here's what I will say. I think whether it's with Microsoft or not, I think at some point in the future we will end up getting scale bound. Um, I, I don't Platinum, think. I think Xbox owned the IP. Xbox owned the IP. I think Xbox would. Xbox has been very like good with like lending out IPs like they did Banjo and Kazooie to Nintendo. I think if they like if they have no intention of using the IP, I think Xbox would be like, yeah, you guys can make the game or whatever. Um, bringing think- it, sorry, I was going to say, bringing it back full circle to kind of what we were talking about at the beginning. I think it has the potential to be a kind of Gears of War style franchise for Xbox if if they fucking market it the right way and if they push it the right way and it has this audience that are this passionate about it that they write two questions into our goddamn podcast about it Stead's trolling you can't trust Stead let's be honest Stead was just curious if the game should die or not because he felt like the game should no, die I don't, no, ultimately no I don't think it should if there, is a, if there is a you've got a creator there that wants to make the IP you have Xbox there who needs more exclusive games yeah. you can never have too many exclusives um, I think the problem comes down to money yeah, do, Xbox want does. To, do Xbox want to invest money into Scalebound again? Probably not. Yeah, but I think they might. Next, they might. I, I th- yeah, I think. I think for it won't come out for a while, or even start for a while, if they have any intention of doing it, because they're buying. We'll see if the Activision sale ends up going through. But if that does, that's seventy nine billion they spent to buy a whole game studio and all the games that they'll be developing, and that's a whole bunch of other employees IP, on top bro. of that that you have to keep uh paying for so i i do think um even if it happens it won't be for a while so fair enough all right boys let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here this week we got to plug matt subscribe to the youtube channel we're doing reaction streams for the direct so you can go over there and see our thoughts you can see our surprised faces when they announced high hi-fi rush almost forgot the name of it there uh <laughs> yeah and and we're close to 1500 and if we get to 1500 uh, I can't remember what we promised we'd do, but we're going to do a thing. Fix Taylor with the boys? Persona. Sorry? Uh, fix would do something. I don't remember. It wasn't Persona because Fix said he would play Persona regardless. Um, I don't recall what it was. Fix knows what it was, and Fix isn't saying what it was. No, I don't that remember what it was. Crazy. I remember the, the Persona thing, and I was like, oh, God, yeah, I did say that. Yeah. I think it was a live stream for something. But Yeah, I can't remember what. We'll it was it a live stream for something that Fix wouldn't want to play. Most Elden Ring? Then. Oh, it might have been. It might have been the Elden Ring co-op. Yes, I think it was. I think it was. Elden might have been Elden Ring co-op. You've seen there's a there's a mod now you can get on PC, obviously, but uh, that like makes the co-op just way better and easier. Yeah, that mod came out like a month after the game came out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, I only heard about it like last week. Did you hear about the mod for Final Fantasy VII? No. Final Fantasy the- VII OG. There's a you mod out there Xbox? that adds full OG. It's already on Xbox. There's a mod out there on PC that adds full voice acting. Oh, wow. yes. I didn't hear about that. That's actually dope. Is that how you're going to play it? I am. Yeah. I'm wow, so excited. Cool. So excited. But yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, Crash, what are you going to plug this week? Uh, my Xbox me Twitter page, my Xbox me YouTube, like Matt said. But we're also going to be doing, we're going to be doing shorts on the YouTube page as well at some point so keep an eye out for that um and then leave a review on the podcast uh, i haven't been hasn't been a view, review since november so. <gasps> shit 
it's empty. I don't know if fixes checked in the UK. I we have, can't check all around not, the world, which is like the unfortunate part. Yeah, that's the. We need someone from Australia to come on the podcast to read the Australian yeah. ones and all these different countries. That's what well, we need. We just need one of us to be running a VPN and like cycling through every country. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do it on your phone like that. No, but you could do it on the iTunes store on your laptop, right? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. That's life. Um,. Yeah, you can follow me everywhere at MC Fixer. Uh, yeah, definitely go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're losing subs. I see you, guys. <gasps> Don't think I'm stupid. I see you. Um, so make sure you go subscribe there. Um, if you want to hear more of our thoughts everywhere, you can follow me at MC Fixer on Twitter, at Matt P Video, and Crush is at Crush Nick Plays. Also, Crush streamed. So Crush is coming back to streaming? Question mark? What did you stream? What did you think? my empty cup. What do you think he's Matt won't to? get it. Matt, it's no Mike? chance Matt guesses. No. Matt, hey, let's end the stream here. All right, sure. Goodbye. Thank you for watching. Goodbye.